0: Something is rotten in the state of the internet. Tomato oh, Fucking moron. <laughs> Welcome, folks, to the first episode of Fermented Fruit. A podcast within a podcast. Uh, In this podcast, we will drink the best fermented drinks and discuss movies that were rated as rotten on RottenTomatoes.com. We'll weigh the pros and cons and decide for ourselves whether the movie truly is rotten or, like a fine wine, just fermented. I am your host, Bobby, and joining me this this week uh, is Jow, the Rick, and Griff, how you doing, gentlemen? Doing, doing good. good. Doing good. Very All exciting. right. So, before we uh, take part in libation and uh, watch these movies, we'll be recording a a brief intro to talk about the movie that we are going to be watching, talking about the drinks we may be drinking, uh, and talking about uh, the Rotten Tomato statistics of said movie, and. Because drinking and driving is no fun, even though we're doing this online this week, we need a designated driver, which is where Mr. Andrew comes into play. It's my even, lot in life. Yeah. <laughs> even though he's been tested and says he's not allergic to alcohol anymore.
1: No, we're we, not need to, taking... we need to make this clear at the moment. I have been tested for alcohol allergy, not for COVID. Right. Oh, yes. it's an important uh, distinction.
0: He is not be, he's not being risky until you can just walk in and in case you have an allergic reaction to a hospital, not to a Correct. hospital, to alcohol and then go to the hospital for an allergic reaction.
2: Anyway, <laughs> I also like um, that you, uh, you mentioned we're doing this on video this week as if it's going to change next week.
1: <laughs> right. Well, you know, <laughs> for the near future. Yeah. Um, Well, there is there is only four of us, so we're not breaking any guidelines if the four of us got together and we keep six feet apart from each other. (laughs) And you can do that with the podcast, especially because the mics won't overlap. But I think it really just comes down to this. None of us want to spend the gas money. That's really really what it comes down to. So anyway, (laughs) just saying, we could Um, do this, but really, it doesn't make any difference to anything.
2: So, yeah.
0: So we were we were talking about this last week when we were recording an episode of f and and I found out that Rick has never seen a Polly Shore movie which it's <laughs> as a child of the 90s surprises me uh because in between him being an MTV VJ and being all over MTV Spring Break um when you were you know in your formative younger male years I'm surprised you know those Paulie Shore was kind of a, an annoying little pest, it
3: was, you know, it was, that never went away. I'm, I'm looking at his IMDb, IMDb page now. The only thing I might have seen him in is a couple episodes of Entourage. <laughs> like,
0: where he <laughs> would have been not, not, not as true. annoying
3: as the leads in that. So. <laughs>
0: Dude,
1: Rick, <laughs> yeah. you have definitely seen a Goofy movie, so stop trying to play like you haven't watched a movie with him. Pauly Shore's in a Goofy movie? Yeah, he plays Bobby. The Leaning Tower of Chisa. Her. no
2: shit yeah man that's 100% Pauly Shore that's the that thing I have I have never there. seen him I've never seen him in a live-action movie I've seen a goofy <laughs> movie and I've seen the episode of Futurama that he's in and that's Riff, about it you've never seen a
0: poly Shore movie either
2: Nope.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: god I'm so excited oh my
3: god I'm I mean so I, I want to
1: add this in I have seen poly Shore movie but I have not seen Encino man so hey, spoilers god damn it we haven't gotten there oh. yet I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. I figured it's going to be in the fucking title. <laughs> sorry, to interrupt. <wait. laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, fine. You got For me. The All right. Well, people that listen to this aren't going to be the ones that voted on your poll and actually looked at your Facebook. So I
0: put a poll up on Facebook. <laughs> oh. Of three Pauly Shore movies that I thought would be fun to drink and review. Uh, We put up Encino Man, Son-in-Law, and In the Army now. And uh, overwhelmingly, the uh, results came back uh, for Encino Man, which actually chronologically makes sense because it's the first starring role that Pauly Shore ever had in a movie. Uh, Encino Man came out in 1992. Uh, it actually came out on Memorial Day weekend. Tomorrow, the twenty second is the twenty eighth anniversary of the release of Encino Man. Amazing. Um, so it, I mean, it, it worked out well uh, that we that we picked this movie. Um, it has a fifteen percent score on Rotten Tomatoes, Oof. which is very very rotten. 15. The audience, <laughs> the audience score fifty six percent. Uh, is also rotten because anything not. under 60 in Rotten Tomatoes is considered rotten. Uh, the movie stars Brendan Fraser as a caveman that's discovered in uh, Polly Shore or Sean Astin's backyard. Polly Shore plays the dumb friends. Um, they defrost the caveman, still alive, teach him how to be a weird California kid to <laughs> gain popularity. Um,
2: okay, and okay.
0: Uh, from what I can remember, hilarity may ensue.
3: Uh, <laughs> Is this um, a prequel to George in the Jungle? Oh, it should have been. Uh, would have made sense. Uh, uh, and
0: then the some, mummy. Some, some, <laughs> some facts. Uh, Metascore twenty five percent, a little better than fifteen. It was made with a budget of seven million dollars. It made forty million dollars in worldwide in the box office. So considered a, a box office success. For the amount of money that they put into it. Um, It's out of all Memorial Weekend openings, it's ranked number 64th, bringing in 10 million, just above Johnny Mnemonic, (laughs) Um, but far below number one, which is, uh, I believe, Pirates of the Caribbean. uh, Is it Dead Men? Maybe?
2: Dead Man's Chest. Oh,
0: no. At World's End. Oh, really? At World's End indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal stoles number two x-men the last stand number
3: three. Ugh. the oh, weekend sucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like i just hear turds falling out right now um so i'm the only one
0: that's seen encino man correct <laughs> correct yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. all right fair, uh,
0: uh so what jow what what live action paulie shore movies have you seen
1: uh i actually i've seen son-in-law okay um i've seen and incidentally the first paulie shore movie that i ever watched was paulie shore is dead which is his highest ranked movie i think yeah but (laughs) like it it was. it's weird though because it's kind of like i think it was his last movie too wasn't it like the the last like big movie that kind of quote unquote stars him and i I think he likes this was like back in the early days of like kickstarter i think he self-funded it somehow oh
0: uh well, it's right. a very
1: meta movie isn't it isn't it like he fakes his death and then it's all like all about people reacting to it and yeah it was almost um, like Borat-ish? that one came
0: in 2003 he also had uh heckler which was 2008 and he was also in bucky larson born to be a star <laughs> in 2011
3: oh, yeah, mounting a comeback.
0: And he's got a movie coming out this year called The Big Trip.
2: That's really uh, sad.
3: That is a comeback
0: for Quali Shore. <laughs> hey, he's Ooh. got you know what? He's one of my I, I I wanna hate him so much, but I can't not enjoy him. It's just it like I really wanted to do in the army now, and we're totally gonna do that movie at some point. It's one of his lowest ranked movies. I think it has oh. like a nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez. But I fucking love that movie. Um, so anyway, uh, I guess I don't need to ask you guys what you remember about this movie. Um, <laughs> I remember a cool dance sequence. I remember one of the worst portrayals of your typical '90s high school bullies. Um, and I remember a lot of
1: Polly Shore isms. But um, I do, I do want to point out. There is no way that the other guys haven't been exposed to more poly Shore because he was a staple. I know you guys must have watched the cartoon Bobby's World.
3: I watched Bobby's yeah. World.
1: Yeah, he he did the voice of George.
3: I don't remember George. Yeah, I don't oh, remember. Why he, why is it I only know animated Poly Shore?
1: Yeah, uh, he's got a fair amount of it. Oh, you guys haven't have seen
3: Biodome? an episode of Hawaii I Five. Have.
1: I have seen Biodome. That that was it's, probably one of the other ones that I've seen. I'm looking through the, the IMDb right now trying to pick out. I didn't uh, want to watch Stephen Baldwin, so I didn't even put that as a as a fucking option. <laughs> I mean, I've seen him roller. in a, a couple Entourage episodes. Um, so, so real quick, because
0: this intro is going a little further than it probably should. Uh, how do you guys feel about Rotten Tomatoes, seeing that this is our first uh, episode? Hate it. Me too.
3: I don't hate it, but I don't use it as a tool to choose my movies. Yeah, same.
0: I don't same. like its grading system. I think Metacritic Metacritic is a little more dependable. Rotten Tomatoes yep. is just, uh, oh, it's a slightly good uh, critique, so we're going to give it a positive. There we yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't like that it
3: has as much power as uh, it does. So anyway. Horseshit. That's horseshit, yeah. So we're gonna, are we are going to. Are there in movie? Huh? Am I going to see boobs in this movie? I just see a picture.
0: Uh, you see, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but you're going to see uh, boob prints um, <laughs> at some point. Uh, and uh, what are they? Oh, I can't remember. I remember Polly Shore saying, milk does a body good uh, when they're talking about boobs. That's the terrible <laughs> Pauly Shore. But, um, <laughs> so real quick, real quick, before we get our drink on and watch this movie and come back and talk about it. A couple of uh, top critic responses to this. Uh, Low-budget Quickie is insulting even within its own no-effort parameters, Lawrence Cohn. Peter Travers from Rolling Stone writes, God help us all. (laughs) (laughs) The reviewer from Time Out said, depressingly witless. (laughs) Karen James from the New York Times says, the real question is whether Dave and Stoney and Link are worthy heirs to Bill and Ted or Wayne and Garth. Not really. Hmm. The strongest contender imaginable for the worst picture of the summer. (laughs) That was from the Hartford Current. (laughs) Hey! And uh, Sheila Johnston from The Independent in the UK said, the film, School of Bob and Ted, I think she meant Bill and Ted, and Wayne and Garth, but inferior in all regards, illustrates the theory of reverse evolution.
1: <laughs> all right, but I also want to take a minute, and, and we need to point out uh, another thing that's fucking rampant on Rotten Tomatoes is the audience reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you, like it, it's, it's like the poser thing where people are trying to act like they're critics. Yep. And I'm looking at one right now from Super Reviewer Stephen E from 2012, where he leads with this sentence: "Bland and formulaic. Encino Man delivers what's expected and does nothing more or better than that." Who the fuck talks like that? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck uses um, the word "delivers" a than super, someone trying a super to Super Reviewer Jow? Someone That's trying true. to pose like they're fucking like. Highbrow know it all about film when they use the word delivers. Fuck you, it's a movie, not a not a pizza delivery guy. Like, but also
2: also I'm gonna be honest, if I go to a movie and I'm expecting something and the movie gives me what I'm expecting, is that not a good thing?
3: That's a delivery.
2: True. But I think I think the thing is here, no
0: one knew what to expect from Polly Shore yeah. because this was the first Polly Shore. Yeah. Mm. So how is this bland and formulaic when it has not been done before? Um, And it's weird. We're going to have to talk about this after we have our drinks and watch. But it's weird to see everybody comparing them to Wayne and Garth and Bill and Ted just because they're kind of dumb California surfer Mm. types. Ah. Um, We're going to have to talk about that when we're a little smashy smashy.
2: Yes. Um,
3: Do do we know what we're drinking tonight? Oh, I'm drinking uh, Captain and Coke. Yeah, Captain Morgan, dark dark rum. All right, I'm gonna make some uh, some
2: long drinks, some some grapefruit and gin. Oh, nice. Mm. I um, I've got some bourbon. I'm probably gonna mix with something and <laughs> a few beers if I run out of bourbon. <laughs> yes. Beers. Uh, one bourbon, one scotch, and and one
1: beer. We'll be drinking Coke Zero. There and we go. Fortunately for you viewers, I used to be able to get what's called, or at least what I dubbed coke drunk when I drank regular Coca-Cola, but that does not happen to me with zero, so I don't believe that will be happening. However, I will be here as your designated driver when these three schmucks get off onto weird-ass <laughs> tangents and rants to try to get us back on the road talking yeah. about the fucking movie that the podcast did. At certain times, we will pull off for McDonald's, but it's only when there's a good, safe clean looking mcdonald's aka i'm symbolically saying if we get off on a tangent and it's interesting or it's worth listening to then yes i will run through that drive through but we are gonna get back on the highway because i am behind the wheel so don't be afraid to tune in and listen to this it will not be three drunks randomly talking about nonsense although that could be fun but I will be making sure that we stay safely on the road. We don't get pulled over, and nothing crashes and burns. Beautiful. You're welcome,
3: America. We got to get jow some of that hard stuff. <laughs> some of listen, that Coca-Cola class.
1: I think the most. I think the best part about this is is that I'm coming in as the sober sister, listening to the three schmucks do their thing. But but it'll be interesting to see how I handle you guys. And then later, when we 100% know that I can drink and we do another podcast of some sort and I'm fucking gone, it's going to be able to be a fun time to compare and contrast (laughs) Sober Jow and Drunk Jow. So I think this is going to be worth tuning in and listening to just for that alone. (laughs) All right, folks. So there it is. We're going to go. We're going to put this movie on. We're going to have a couple of
0: drinks. We're going to come back. And uh, the three of us plus the designated driver will be here to tell you whether Encino Man is truly rotten or if it's just fermented like a fine wine. We'll be right back. Yeah. All right. We are back and I'm joined with my wife car.
4: Sounded like one word. Wife car.
0: All right, folks. Oh,
2: man.
3: We start we start was, with one more shot. That was the I, I I literally I popped it open and it didn't open. <laughs> oh, it's like a fucking grenade. It's a pole tab, like back in the 70s. You good? Oh shit. There okay, we go. Holy
4: crap, that's a huge shot.
0: Ready? Launch it. in the J <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> as your
1: designated driver, I can now confirm they are all drinking in the car. So, <laughs>
2: for future,
3: for future, there's there's two full shots in the little can. Nice. If this is even a shot, this seems large for a shot, but that's, that's a pretty big shot.
4: That's like a drink.
3: That's pretty all hard. right. Let's not get. The details. We're back. And, and we're um, back! Woo! We, have, <laughs> we have just watched
0: Encino Man, On also known as <laughs> California Man in the world markets, <laughs> celebrating its 28th year anniversary. Yep. Wow. Gentlemen. Yeah. Who have never seen this movie before. What? Have not. Movie nope. before. No.
3: Nope. Uh, what are your initial thoughts? With um, an extension of the 1980s. <laughs> I yeah.
2: mean, it's definitely like. It is like its own caveman frozen in time in the early 90s. It's It's a great. If you're into that era, it's like the perfect movie for you.
3: If you're into that era when movies didn't need to make fucking sense. Right, exactly. <laughs> stereotypes were just fucking ran with.
2: Exactly. This was but obviously a gay love story the whole time. <laughs> there was there was so much unnecessary sexual tension between was all necessary. the characters.
3: The whole story was that. Uh, so I don't let's even let's, think there was a
1: caveman.
4: Let's hit reverse really, really pink shirt.
1: Before we get too far, let's hit reverse and let's just <laughs> recap in case, in case there's anybody tuning in that has not seen Encino Man. Let me just give you a quick cliff notes of the actual plot of this movie. Good idea. Good idea. Spoilers.
0: Hashtag spoilers. spoilers. But I, I really spoilers promise you, I'm Encino robbing man.
1: you of nothing by Have doing. that. you this.
0: not? If you've not seen fucking Encino Man, put that shit on now and then come back and hit play. No, no, no.
3: Jow's I'm, about to save everyone an hour and 24 minutes of their life. <laughs> oh, you, this I, concur. Great. I concur with Rick. I'm saving people here, okay? I've got a cape on, for
1: Christ's sake. <laughs> so if you've ever seen the movie Rudy, Rudy is a high school kid, and he's kind of an asshole. He's an entitled little white boy who wants the, the trophy girl who he used to have a massive crush on, And take baby baths with naked. In fact, he even has photos of it, and he shows it to her at one point. And his best friend Polly Shore watches him dig a pool in his backyard. Now he's not doing this with like a John Deere tractor. He's got a motherfucking shovel, and he's digging the most efficient pool pool. digging device. Amish. Absolutely. Backyard. There's no fucking way he did that by himself unless he started when he was six. Stoney so helped digging,
2: him. He's digging Stoney a Stoney didn't pool help him. Stoney doesn't he help come, anything.
1: He comes upon a frozen bowl or something like that, and it's some kind of fancy bowl that they're learning about and some shit like that. And then a little bit later, he stumbles, stumbles upon... Brendan Fraser, who's frozen in ice, so we get in the little opening sequence, and there was a cave-in, and he was trying to reach out and touch his girlfriend, oh, and red. then oh, wow. he was frozen in time. And they unearth him, and he unfreezes, <laughs> and then they I mean, decide... Are you talking about Encino Man or Blast from the Past? Right, same movie. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's
4: so they much unfreeze same.
1: him, and they think. He's going to be their key to being cool, and I don't know how fucking long. I think it's supposed to be the last two weeks of school, but I can't tell you to be sure. So, Paulie Short never changes his clothes. Is it senior year or is it the last two weeks of school? Because I can't fucking tell. Last two weeks of last senior year weeks. of school.
4: Yeah. Okay. Say it. So Pay attention to the commentary. What commentary? Course, so
3: it would really the not change of- a fucking thing. No, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> In the course
1: of two years, or two weeks, they enroll him in school, teach him English, uh, give him the craziest bubble bath that you've ever seen. Poly- oh my
3: god, this is the longest processor. summary
0: ever! <laughs>
3: it was like E.T., except E.T. was a quicker learner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all like, the stuff you need.
4: That little
2: motherfucker's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm ready to There's learn. No m M&M. Reese's Pieces, you're oh, fired. Oh, that's
4: right. It was Reese's Pieces, I oh, mean.
2: man. God.
0: God. Yeah. Sean Aston, Sean Aston wants to be popular. They find a caveman
2: Aston, in ice Aston.
0: underneath his fucking pool that he's digging. And they defrost it and enroll him in school. <laughs>
2: That's and just he what you do.
0: automatically turns into the popular kid in school because he can take a punch, and then Sean Aston gets jealous.
3: And then, there were many a lady in, the, in the back in the day that they could take it in the face like a champ. And then right? everyone lives happily
0: ever after, except for Matt. Fuck that guy. That's,
3: that's <laughs> the whole...
0: This is pre-Rudy Rudy. This is... <laughs> This
3: is Rudy's senior year before he decides Mm. to go to Notre Dame. (laughs) It's a sequel to ET, but a prequel to George of the Jungle. Uh, It is a prequel to
2: George of the Jungle. Uh, He definitely does the Tarzan scream at the end. Oh
3: fuck yeah! Oh fuck yeah! This is obviously going in that direction.
2: Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. Oh no!
3: My photo of Jow.
2: He's, he's busy.
3: He's, 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 he's a designated driver.
2: Yeah. He's now paying in attention the back to the road. road.
3: It's a complicated backseat, but this is where we are.
2: He's paying attention to the road so we can all talk. <laughs> okay, it's Without de- worrying about losing our lives. That's fine.
3: The designated driver has to let us <laughs> take the road. All rain. my notes were taken post-movie onto <laughs> Excel after I sat my drunken ass down to go, oh, shit. I, I, it was almost like podcast time. I'm like, oh, I have anxiety. Like, what is what is my Mount Rushmore? Where are my honorable mentions? What am I about to say? So,
2: I took notes throughout the movie, but I'm not going to lie. It's 100% just like CinemaSins comments. Like, <laughs> that's literally what my notes are. <laughs> that's how I think.
3: I, <laughs> I just. Love it. Clearly I, I wrote some things in all caps so I'm shouting yep, some notes same, same. <laughs> Did you, you you wrote it in caps Oh yeah that's too funny <laughs> I was like well this worked what the fuck was this <laughs> like the craft that's what I called the chick from the craft and she was oh my in, god, she is from The Craft. But she's also from Empire Records, which is a, is a 90s movie I was trying to compare this to.
2: Okay, okay.
3: Actually, Empire Records, I looked it up. Apparently it has a shitty there rotten fucking rating. Do you realize that Empire Records is, is, is ranked at 29% in Rotten Tomatoes? That's I've, crazy. I've
0: never seen the movie. Oh wow. What? what?
3: What? Have. Oh Jesus,
1: I haven't
0: either. I'm don't sorry crucify me.
3: That—that is a nineties movie. That's
1: I have to apologize, movie. everybody. My connection got drunk and I got lost for a little while. I couldn't oh, find shit. the car, but I'm back in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. I apologize. It's I don't up, know it. how
0: we all we all stayed in back our seats.
2: We all stayed in our seats. Way. Nobody yeah. tried to take the wheel. It's good. All
0: right. So I'm okay, thinking. gentlemen. All right. Let's start. All right. It's back stop. on track. Let's start at the top. Even though I
1: didn't finish my plot, I don't think they did either, so I don't think it
3: matters. I thought it was tied up with a nice little bow. There was never going to be an ending.
2: Nope. (laughs) Okay.
3: This is one of those movies that I'm watching
1: it and I'm thinking, boy, they had a lot of fun making this movie. (laughs) I'm not having a lot of fun watching it. I, I will was say, last watching this movie. I
2: loved it. I will say it is very clear that they had a lot of fun making this movie, and that's something you to be spoken back. for.
3: Yeah, I wanted a sequel just to get an ending to the original movie. Um, okay, <laughs> we're skipping to the end. We're skipping to the end, but we
0: got robbed of a sequel because there's a little stinger at the end of Polly Shore saying, "I'll be
1: back," like, and we yeah, didn't but... get him
4: back. Maybe he, to he was talking fair.
1: about a movie. To be fair, Polly Shore did come back because Polly Shore plays himself and Polly Shore bad. is in other movies. So, Polly Shore didn't
3: yeah, come back. We, we got him back. Yeah. I have a note that says Polly Shore didn't suck. I rather enjoyed him and his character. I'm,
0: and he's the Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is in uh Son-in-law and his character's name is Link,
2: which is <laughs> no, a a <smart> really? little <laughs> which no! Which, little, I mean, you know, I'm I'm biased, but I give bonus points for link because it's a good name. Um,
4: it's very popular <laughs> right now.
2: But Brendan <laughs> <I> Fraser <laughs> is the, the standout Chicago. of this movie. Brendan Fraser is easily the standout of this movie.
3: I no I vote. No Poly Shore,
1: Shore, bud. Uh, Shore uh, is the only reason I kept watching. If uh Pauly Shore wasn't in this movie yep. I would have turned it off and faked like I watched the entire movie for this
3: podcast. <laughs> I actually have now, to agree. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see that shit coming. Paulie I, thought I was gonna be gonna hate Polly Shore. Polly Shore the first- won
0: the Razzie for worst newcomer of the year. He beat out Whitney Houston, the bodyguard. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Listen, Polly Shore did exactly Riscist. what he was supposed to do in this movie, and it was fucking awesome.
1: Shot? I don't have any more liquor in front of me.
4: I know. To be Cheers. fair,
1: to be fair, oh, Carly Ooh. and Rick and Griff are still drinking. Uh, oh, to be fair, boy. oh yeah, uh, yep. I don't do know. feel like <laughs> they shot this movie in order because for the first fifteen or twenty minutes, I didn't feel like Polly Shore was fully into himself, and then <laughs> after like twenty minutes, he like hits the, like second gear, and then he agree. becomes real Paulie Shore.
0: Well,
2: the first five minutes was a serious Academy Award-nominated film, right? That's really? my first note that I feel like the dramatic thriller opening credits are misleading. Uh,
3: I feel, I feel like I'm about to watch like it.
2: *Along Came a Spider* or something. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this?
3: I have to. Yeah. Pee. Okay. dances
4: with
2: wolves is the prequel it was like really can we funny. talk about
4: the fact that he's wearing polly Shore's wearing the same outfit in the first yes. opening scene and then halfway through the movie when they're in the museum he's wearing that same he's exact not
2: outfit clothes he's got
4: that
1: no. same
3: like did thick, they film that on the same day uh, there the was a part time. of me have. there was a part of me that assumed a female actress had been cast in the role and wardrobe had done all its work. <laughs> and then they fired and her they and
2: yeah. said, fuck yeah, yeah. it,
3: we're going to keep everything the same.
2: And we're going to get he, Polly Shore because he looks like there. a woman.
3: He, he was the love child of Axl Rose and Weird Al Yankovic.
2: <laughs> it was wearing.
3: Uh, <laughs> He was wearing a lot of pink
1: before the whole <laughs> it's cool for a guy to wear pink
4: era. That's it's not so... true. Early nineties was all about hot pink. Well Damn yeah,
3: it's for not within, for fucking I don't dudes. know about guys. No, yes!
4: We are wearing that! Yeah. Are you no, kidding no. me? Neon no, colors hot... in the early 90s? Rude dogs? Come on, guys. You no, know, no, no. was
1: co-sign. Like... Who
3: let a woman into effing cultured? Good <laughs> 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 thing it's not effing
2: cultured, right? Wow,
3: that was <laughs> fast! <is> type... <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> shit, alright.
2: Alright, there.
4: So... <laughs> I, want
2: to, I want to read one of my notes that's in all caps, because it's right at the beginning. It's when Sean Aston is digging in the pool, and he throws the dirt on Polly Shore and he blocks it without looking. He's looking the entire other way and he's just like, whoop bam He's a ninja master, is Get what Polly Shore is. Mm-hmm. Fucking ridiculous. Just keep, cruising, just keep cruising, just keep cruising, just keep cruising. Cru- 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 huh. Man, I love, go ahead, Rick, go ahead.
3: A lot of my notes were shouted like, Rose McGowan, that was a note. <laughs> I have both- that was actually
1: her okay. film debut,
3: go figure. That was the
2: first really? movie she
1: ever yeah. in. Yes. She didn't even
3: have to blow Harvey Weinstein for this. She just <laughs> oh, she shit. just showed up. This was before the hostage situation. Okay. I,
2: I do. I have I have Rose McGowan as a note, <laughs> and then later on I have Rose McGowan 2, Electric Boogaloo as another <laughs> note. <laughs> and then she doesn't come back.
3: All right.
4: I'm back. <laughs> All right, you guys can stop complaining about me.
2: I have a refill, and I have (laughs)
1: pee. I enjoy your presence here, Carly. I think you actually break up the sausage fest quite nicely. Yeah, we should totally have chicks on it. It's
3: important to have a vagina or two in the the conversation.
1: (laughs) Giner!
0: All right, so where are we? Have we talked about the (laughs) homoerotic fucking scooter ride yet? Nope. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet.
2: Not specifically. We've talked about the immense amount of sexual tension that's been throughout the whole movie, but not that specific thing.
0: Hey, did I? How do you think... That comes <laughs> to me engaged, okay?
2: How do you think
0: Stony knew Matt's bicep measurements?
2: size. <laughs> <laughs> he's No, we, we've established this. He's a savant. Like, he just looks at it and he's like, that's 18 inches. He's a like, straight-up savant. He is
3: a genius. Yes, he's a genius the whole time. Throughout like the entire is, movie, and that's probably he why the he was the most engaging character. The only reason we fucking watched the whole thing. And Uh-oh. I'm not, I'm not really skipping forward by saying that him watching
0: him have a tremendous amount of confidence and self worth
3: made watching this movie worth it.
0: There's no skipping
3: ahead, because if all the information you absorbed watching this happened simultaneously, you wouldn't have really progressed or gained anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I loved
0: his character. (laughs) I just love that his character's like, yeah, I'm a loser. He knew the secretary by name, and then he walked by (laughs) the janitor and gave the janitor a handshake. He knew him by name. Yes, he did. He was a model citizen. But he
3: actually
4: he said also, he was not a loser. He just said, "I'm not a loser.
3: I'm myself." He understood. He understood the no. The lack that's of basically <laughs>
4: what he said. That it's not a committee that, that decides this
3: shit. He was beyond the committee that decides who's yeah. fucking cool, well, who's not.
4: Right. He didn't care about it.
3: Fuck everyone else. Because once I you think, get past high school, it doesn't fucking matter with these assholes. It's think.
4: True. And I think that was the whole point of the movie. There was a big theme about like.
3: Oh, no. The point of the movie was the (laughs) the love triangle that was between the the Neanderthal,
2: Link, Stoney and
3: Dave, and Polly Shore. No.
2: Okay, I do want to say this, like, in favor of the movie, I feel like there are very few movies... Hey, don't shake your head at me, Jowell. I see you (laughs) shaking your head at me.
3: You said favor and movie in the same Yeah,
2: okay. There, There are very few movies, I feel... (laughs) <laughs> that the like, comedies that make a trio of leads work it's usually a duo or like an ensemble
1: oh, Sean Aston did, did, did not
0: work Sean
1: Aston work. Sean Aston did not work Sean Astin keeps missing for like 45 minutes in the middle of this while they go run around a theme
2: park no. and like hijack a 7-Eleven. But that's what it's I'm saying. Is, sorry, is, sorry, no, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like that's what I'm saying though. Movie. Is that they have these? They have the three leads, and you have the scenes with Polly Shore and Brendan Fraser. You have scenes with Polly Shore and Sean Astin at like the beginning, you know, and then or, you have scenes with Sean Astin, but. Yes, it's boring, <laughs> but like you That's believe it. You suck that pink down.
1: I don't care about it though. That's the problem. You know what one of my favorite sequences in the whole movie was? When they go to the Spanish bar <laughs> and Sean asked yeah. Yes, hey. yes, Yeah, the credits hey. were pretty good. But the you Spanish my bar girl? was hilarious.
2: Yes. Everything absolutely.
1: that happens in the Spanish bar is hilarious. And... Stop the border gangbang. That's what I named it. <laughs> And it's another sequence where Sean Astin miraculously is just gone. He's just not there. He's just, like, standing somewhere next to the girl that he's supposed to get because he's like, Sean Astin. Let D- me D-
0: help D- the film
3: dead. and disappear.
0: Well, you need to realize that he's still recovering from being chased by a bunch of gangsters through a maze of booby traps on on his way to finding a treasure <laughs> on a pirate ship.
3: That doesn't and get tiring. And retire. he's really
0: stressed out about going to Notre Dame next semester.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yep.
3: In between a rock and a hard place. Yep.
2: <laughs> it's just a really weird time in his life. You gotta, you gotta put, you gotta take that into account.
3: Yeah. Guys, I'll say so why he celebrated all of these accomplishments by going to Hawaii? <laughs> I know we've be gone beyond this a little bit. See the brother-in-law why,
0: Adam Sandler. Why would why would a house in California have three giant space heaters in it? <laughs> 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 Where the fuck did they get those space heaters? And why was the ice completely shaped like a sarcophagus? It was a fucking underground glacier. Why was there ice? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> well, what I said. Hold it's on. like That brilliant teacher in the high school classroom talked about underground glaciers and said eight that there were some feet, in that area.
3: Eight and, feet below the surface? Yeah, literally.
0: Hey, why not? And you know what's really funny? Like Sean Aston kept his fucking icy on the top shelf of his bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> Brendan Fraser kept his bowl on the top shelf of his cave. Right?
2: But you mean that there brilliant teacher... Connection. You mean that brilliant teacher who got in that student's face and, like, fulfilled her rape fantasy? Yes. Like <laughs> Crap! I was... I, was, I noted that I'm uncomfortable with this interaction. Like, she straight up has a rape fantasy and it makes me super uncomfortable. <laughs> I also... About that same scene, I noted... Is that Bones? Because she looks a little like Emily Deschanel, who plays Bones in Bones... And oh, I thought God, that would Kim be Kim really Kim. funny if she was really fascinated R- with cavemen and being bones. Griff, what what's the name of that show? Bones.
1: Bones. bones. And what, car-
2: what character does bones. she play? She plays bones. Bones. <laughs> she bones. plays bones in bones. In what show? I don't know if you, I, I don't know, if you know this, but the, in the show bones, bones, there's a character named Bones. That's really? Why the show is called Bones, and she studies to bones. Actually, she doesn't remember. It's it's That's called great. Bones because she's called Bones and she studies bones. You
4: guys need to
2: show one
0: on Emmy. Guys, you need to remember. I'm <laughs> getting bones. I'm getting wet. Ew. Oh? <laughs> guys. Wait, wait a second. We I discuss, need to remember that, that some we specific girls, of my life. Some pump and some slump. Oh. <laughs> Quote this of the, the
2: movie first, right there. This is
3: the yeah, first bachelor mine. cave on the podcast. Shoot. What is <laughs> fucking wet? <laughs> Don't talk oh. about my wife. Shut up.
4: I'm stupid. (laughs) I like um I'm gonna chirp in your lobes. I like that. That was a good
1: I'm chirping your lobes.
4: Gonna chirp in your lobes. All
1: right. Now I know you guys were drinking during this, but I have to ask this because I I had to do this about 10 minutes into the movie and I was grew up during the nineties. I had to turn on the subtitles because even I wasn't sure about <laughs> the lingo that was being used.
0: The lingo in this movie,
1: I, I texted them
0: when we were watching because we all we synced up and started at the same time. Ciao. And we uh I was like, is this fucking English? <laughs> There's no but to be
4: fair, we <laughs> were all fair. we barely could read and write when this movie that, came out.
1: That's true it was 1992 so i was about eight so i was right i it could be to right i but. was
4: in second grade i think most of you are around we're all around the same age i know I but some that of that, that
1: lingo first. some of that lingo definitely carried through our generation but i have never in my life heard anybody call somebody else even as a derogatory word crusty <laughs> have you ever heard someone call someone crusty?
2: I How don't about think so. nugs?
1: What the fuck are nugs? Nugs.
2: Yeah. I think I think some of it is not even like time specific, it's specifically to shore. shore aesthetic and That's fair. Uh, particularly yeah, like it. Rick and I who have never seen it, like and we're wheezing. totally foreign to it. Weezing. Yeah. He
0: wheezing a bunch, like wheezing the juice, wheezing
3: his style, wheezing his
2: uh, and he's a weasel. Weasel, like
3: so. weasel, which we found out in the Spanish scene when they which were asking about the, the word. Best scene in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> like that was, if you took that's, if you only saw that scene and said, guess what fucking movie this fits in? This is not the movie it fits in. It's
2: true.
1: That would be the scene that they would clip off and put on YouTube these days to advertise for the movie, and you'd be like. Oh, this fucking movie's gonna be great. I'm going on Friday night. And you'd go and sit there for 45 minutes and be like, when the fuck is that scene coming up? And then you watch it and then you go, all right, now we can go home. And that would be it.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think that's kind of what this movie was. I think they saw an MTV VJ and they said, this guy's getting a lot of attention. What bullshit scripts do we have laying around? All right, let's put him in this one. That's
3: fair. And that was it. It. In the Oh, in the they definitely took three scripts. There was not one <laughs> script that this movie was. There were several fucking ideas out there. The rape fantasy script.
2: And- <laughs> God. That's so
3: which was a huge part of the of movie. Of this. Which was probably a sequel to, like, Sixteen Candles. And <laughs> then, and, and then... <laughs> prequel idea to George of the Jungle. It's like, "Well, where do we throw out George?
2: Where right did George come from? How was he how did he get to the jungle? Like he came from California because he was out, thawed out
3: yep. where it's so cold that the ice wouldn't thaw for the
2: longest time." Exactly. Exactly.
3: Think, All right, so uh, I have a question. We get,
0: and then a Taco Bell commercial. Before we get further into the movie, I just need to let it be known that my favorite line in the entire movie is when there's a giant fucking block of ice in their shed and they wake up and they open the door and see the ice is still there and they're like, He's still here. Like, where the <laughs> fuck was he gonna
3: go? Oh, where was he gonna go? I the ice, when the ice melted, they said, Oh, he melted. Wasn't meant to be. <laughs> and
2: he I was
4: pressing the ice, he was like, Oh no, he melted. Oh. And then and when I they
2: was
3: go- frozen in ice and that shit melted. I'd hope I'm at least clean from the wetness of the melting ice. This motherfucker he sh- was the dirtiest shit. looking
4: rat hole.
3: It was clay, man. It was all clay.
0: And I can think we, uh, when Polly Shore comes in and the dog is licking the TV, and he freaking fingers the painting on the yep. TV, and it yep. sticks in his <laughs> mouth like, what <laughs> is going on here? That was
3: funny. That was funny. I liked that. And I just, I
0: I need, I needed to be known that Brendan Fraser had a lovely ass back in 1992. He
3: sure did. He He had a great
0: ass. Yeah. Yeah. I think can
3: I?
1: Can
0: I? I
3: want to
1: ask a question. As, as if everybody could pick out, and I know Rick, this is definitely going to be harder for you than it is for everybody else. But if everybody could pick out the number one laugh out loud moment from the entire movie for them. For themselves what would it be I'm
4: looking at my notes
1: I can tell you right now what it was for me what was it? I can tell you mr. bad guy who looks like the love child of Bradley Cooper and Dave Franco uh, the asshole boyfriend mm-hmm. when in the opening scenes he's waving at the girl that he likes in class and he just comes into the shot like this.
0: <laughs> yeah. He leans in.
1: Like... <laughs> I bust out laughing. I was like, okay, if this dude's gonna be like this the whole fucking movie, I'm gonna
3: love him, and he's the bad guy. I'm pretty like... sure what I found funniest was when the craft. I don't even know what her name is. Robin Tooney. Robin Tooney. When 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 she was talking to to the caveman, saying, yeah yeah, we should hang out. And, hang, and we should hang out here specifically. And he's like, dirt, Please. dirt, dirt. He just, he just repeated whatever the fuck she said. Mm. Turned to the friends. The only chance he has of getting laid. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. I was laughing my ass. I was like, you know what? She I wants hate. to get fucked by a brainless fucking muscular asshole. I get it. I get it. Good for you. This is hilarious. <laughs> okay I, That's a hot take right there Rick But okay we're Back moving in, on to she grip wanted to be, She wanted to be raped the <sighs> whole time My notes My notes say She didn't want consent at any point
0: Nope she was all for it man I, um, find, I, I
3: think, find I, think the, I think the funniest
0: part For me was the fucking he's still in here line That 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 line killed me So much Oh who was that? All right, when they, they were like, they woke up in the morning after digging out the body. Oh, oh, oh. And, and they looked inside here. of the shed and they're like, oh, he's still here. And it's like,
1: where the fuck would he have gone?
0: Where would he have
2: gone? <laughs> um, Can we man. All
1: agree, though, that everybody hated Sean Astin? Like, he was the oh, most he's unlikable dating character? Them. Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, he's not likable at all. No, for sure. I mean,
1: in, yeah. the it's first, funny. T- in the first 10 minutes, he finds the frozen caveman. And he runs to school to tell the girl, "Hey, I found a caveman." And in that thirty seconds, I was like, "You're a fucking dork! Like, who cares?" <laughs> that's I,
0: that's the thing. Like, I I love Polly Shore's character in this movie, and I really did not like Sean Astin. Like, no, I don't capable. know. I think I just I kind of I kind of relate to Stony because Stony was just his own thing.
2: He was his own thing. Mm-hmm. He just mm-hmm. wanted to be him. I noted during while we were watching, I I had to ask if Stoney was his nickname or like his actual name, or if it was just such a prolific nickname that his high school teachers also called him Stoney. And apparently it is, because his real name is Stanley. They say it in the film.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, And they never reference
0: him doing drugs. So why the fuck
2: is he called Stoney? (laughs) Yeah. I mean it's clear that he does. They just never say it.
1: Or show it. Um, there is no, there is no, there is no actual uh, drug use in the entire movie, as oh, far as oh, I remember. No, that's true. Nope.
2: I remember thinking when they first realized that the caveman had thawed out and there was smoke coming out from of the door, I was like, "Is he gonna be smoking?" Like nope. that would. I feel like it would have made a very different movie, but also kind of the same movie. Um, but yeah, I, I was surprised it wasn't actually him smoking. Hey, did don't, uh, uh know...
0: While we're at him defrosting, did anyone look up Sacred Reich? American way and figure out if
2: that's a white power metal group (laughs) no but it's gotta it
3: has to be there's
2: no way that's not a white power metal group
3: I'm afraid to look that up because the government's (laughs) gonna start following me
2: right I am
3: never gonna google sacred reich fucking anything I'm already in trouble trying to figure out when the the cast was going up and there was a metal song I was like oh what's this I shazammed it three separate times to tell me.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I'm a big fan of the four food groups. That uh, <laughs> that team. Keep on cruising, as well.
1: keep on cruising. Keep on cruising. Keep on cruising. Keep on
2: cruising. Uh, I, I was I was a big fan of. In the middle of the movie, Polly Shore basically gives the tagline for the movie. He's like. He's like, man, this caveman thawed out and now he's got to go to high school? How terrible. Like, that's the whole movie <laughs> in a sentence.
0: <laughs> that wasn't even the... That was, that was like 15 minutes into the movie.
3: <laughs> it wasn't even... I also... I was one fall. of the draws.
2: One of the draws that kept us watching the whole time. Yep. The other, The other line, like specific line that I noted was after the the hockey rink, when he gets punched, and those two dudes who had the headphones, I don't know why they have headphones, and that's their thing. The but skaters? Yeah. At like, the scene after that, they're like, that dude, dude nobody's bad. been hit by Wilson and survived. Insinuating that Wilson punches people to death, and that's his <laughs> reputation in the school. <laughs> like, what? I mean,
0: I don't... I mean, I can't... I'm not in the right mind space to think of other 90s high school movies right now, but, like... I can. He's a he's a good high school
1: bully. No,
0: he not is.
3: As good as, I would rather oh, aim 80s. for the eighties, 90s films that, that, that exist.
1: That, I mean, and that, that actually leads me into something, another question I was going to ask, which is, if you had to put this at the bottom rung of what contemporary movies at that time, what would you pair it up with, like, if, it, like, what's the White House down to this Olympus has fallen kind of deal? <laughs> and the only movie that really comes to my mind is Weird Science. Yes, it's Weird Science is fucking masterpiece, man. Yeah, no, I know, I know, and that's, what, I'm, that's, I, that, that's I, what i That's what I compare it to. Is I like this same the general fish it. out of water setup. Yeah. And, oh, I get it.
0: I get it. I get it.
1: Okay. Weird and Science is the only com- thing that came to my mind too. It's the and that's the thing. It's like if you're gonna do that kind of movie, at least fucking copy the beat by beat, like how this shit should go. You know what I'm saying? Rip it off and make I it its own thing, point but point. but still follow the general beats and stuff like that. Because like Rick pointed out, there's no ending. The movie stops. It just it, <laughs> and and thankfully so it stops because um, I was watching it and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bullshit anybody. I was on my phone the whole fucking time after I tuned out, and I was like, oh. It ended? And then I had to like hit rewind, and then it literally what? put up one of those title cards that says the end, and I was like, oh, they even had to spell that out because it doesn't fucking work.
0: Buddy. <laughs> the, the dance number in
2: this movie is fucking brilliant, by the way. I, that that was my la- one of my last notes, like, and big group dance with five minutes to spare. That's 90s. It, it was awesome, though. It's better than
0: the rap. <laughs> the caveman dance is fucking great. It so that, was,
4: that was kind of a keynote of 90s movies though. You think like yeah. you can hardly wait wait and um <laughs> I don't know what else I what? Have Teenage Mutant
2: Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze there very, you very early on He yeah. was
3: doing dancing as soon as he got into the home. He accidentally put the TV on and it With was the racist, showing him these white videos, power metal it. bands <laughs> and I was like as a fucking caveman Wouldn't I be more concerned with my fucking surroundings and all the bullshit going on around me that could kill me at any fucking moment? Well, that's the thing. Why am I dancing?
2: You've been frozen for 65 million years. You've just got to (laughs) dance.
3: I love that stretches. For like 20 million years at most. (laughs) <laughs> he stretches
0: and he looks around this suburban neighborhood and he's just like, this is fine. And then the helicopter shows up. Yep, he's like, yep. what the <laughs> fuck is this? <that?" laughs> <laughs> but,
4: but within 12 hours, the woman finds a bathtub.
2: <laughs> yeah. She's in the like bath. A, like that's like
4: the first thing she does. Like, how that does she even sense. know?
0: <laughs> can we talk about his bath? They, like, bleached him. How did he survive? Why are okay. they putting
4: mouthwash in there?
2: I I, I do want to <laughs> say that this movie has some of the finest 90s montages I've ever seen. <laughs> you've, got, you've got the bath scene, where they clean him off, and then the amusement park scene with the roller coaster. Like, those are prime examples of 90s montages. Now, this do you think cool the roller coaster Titanic. ride
0: was one ride, or do you think they rode it multiple times? They
2: probably rode it multiple times. Multiple times. At because
0: polly Shore is given good face. That's the only time his eyes open or close more than standard Poly Shore
2: mm. eyes. Mm. And I don't
0: know if he's getting sick because it's more than one ride, or if he's just getting
3: sick from <laughs> one ride. And did what, what theme park before is this where there's the a cast? bunch of sexy bikini. He was one of the best girl. parts of the movie. But what did he is? actually know what the movie was gonna be about before he joined this shit? Who? <laughs> Pauly Shore. Of course. No way. They wrote it for him. No, really? they
1: didn't. No, they, they didn't. didn't. No, was no actually, way. No no. way. Pauly, so I did my research while I was doing it. That's actually it was more interesting than the movie was reading research about the movie. <laughs> okay. <Lord>. All right. <laughs> Polly Shore actually was originally cast as the caveman. And then they came across Brendan Fraser. And they said, he's better at this role than Pauly. But we still want Pauly because he's Pauly and he's going to bring an audience. There was no character for Pauly, so ninety percent of Pauly's lines are made up by Pauly of course in the they moment.
2: Are. <laughs> that character was did the not first exist. Movie! Okay, so that changes a lot for me because that's a really strong does. opening movie for Pauly Shore. That that he, like it wasn't even written for him. His
1: back must be killing him from carrying this fucking film because. <laughs> It it, it it was literally the Pauly Shore show. And I think about it, like, pull him out of the movie. Would you watch? Would it still be the quote-unquote classic that nostalgia fans claim it is? No. No, it, no it, it would
0: Not at all.
2: That's fair. That's fair.
1: And, I, I mean, there's so many reasons why you can go into it, and I could shit on it, but I don't need to. I'm just going to tell people, don't watch it. Don't, don't oh, even. I, you can watch this for free at the time this podcast is going to be published. You can watch it for free on Voodoo for ads. Do we not watch it
2: for free. Anymore.
1: Do not, do not give those advertisers money. If anything, find a GoFundMe for Paulie Shore and just give it to him directly. But the rest of the yeah. film deserves to burn and, and just die. <laughs> it's it's that bad, man.
2: I I have a few more notes. Can I read a few more notes? Please. Oh, yes.
1: please. Um,
0: please
2: do. So so the sound designer I, I want to mention the sound designer because he clearly went to the Iron Chef school of sound design. There were so many unnecessary like whoosh sound effects like when he stabs the roll like somewhere in the middle of the movie. I don't know. Um, I don't think this film understands how museums work because I watched them in the museum and they were taping ribs to the skeleton <laughs> with like scotch tape. And like that's not how and like in this, like, plexiglass case in, like, the (laughs) lobby of the museum. Like, that's not how museums work. That's not how paleontology works. That's amazing. (laughs) And the other thing I want to know is, and maybe this, maybe I missed this, but why is there a file on Linkovich? Thank you. Where does that come from? Well, Polly Shore signed him up for school. Okay, so maybe I just missed that, but but, like, But I think what
0: what it must have hit the cutting cutting room floor is they gave Sean Astin's dogs veterinarian checkup papers as his doctor's records. Right. So when they opened up that file, they saw the flea dip and all that shit. That's Sean
2: Astin's dog's
0: veterinarian Wait, records.
2: I got that it was the veterinarian record. I just didn't know where it came from. But well, that's,
0: that's when, yeah, uh, Paulie yeah. Shore hopped up on the on the counter and was like, "Hey, what's up?" And it was right before he said hi to the janitor, and I was like, "This guy's
1: fucking awesome. I must
0: He's the kind of the guy right. that has conversations
1: yeah. with the lunch ladies every day." See, Paulie yeah. Shore is a fucking yeah. national yeah. hero. So, Griff, I just need to ask you though, even though this was apparently cut out of the film. Would it have made the film better? Would it actually have improved it oh, in what? any way? What? No. No, that shit? no not at all. Just... Exactly. So who cares? <laughs> no offense. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Nothing taken.
2: No.
0: I was just curious.
2: I because just love that.
0: fully thinks that exposing Brendan Fraser as a caveman will be like, oh my God, fuck this guy. And right? Everyone's
4: like, you're crazy.
1: Uh, yeah, you know something, though? As a screenwriter, as somebody who writes and stuff like this for this kind of shit, I was very, I was very, I was like, good job, movie, when the audience was like, he's a caveman! Yeah! Like, they just went along with it. And yeah. the purpose, the plot purpose there, and I'll give credit where credit is due, is it didn't matter if the, the the school body found out he was a caveman or if some fuckery was going on, but the love interest chick that became uh, the the craft? The prom queen. Yeah, the prom queen or whatever. Oh, no, not chasing. the craft.
3: The she... other one. No, no, no.
1: Yeah, not. Yeah.
3: Oh, the... Samwise Ring of Power.
1: Yes. There whoever whoever the prom queen chick that Sean Astin was chasing. Robin. That's uh, yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. It was important that she find out and get pissed off. So that served that plot point in a very nice way that wasn't completely expected. So mm-hmm. I'll give credit where it's due. However, the movie still sucks.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, what do I have for notes left? I have... Uh, Her
1: name was Robin.
4: Robin. Royce.
0: I have no ketchup out of bottle.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Yes. That popped that right. me so much. When he was drawing the ketchup and mustard at the ice rink, there was no ketchup coming out of the bottle. He was just going over an already like traced artwork, and he was just ruining it. Uh
2: that bothered me. Is there anything else?
0: Oh, the sweater that Matt was wearing at the ice rink was also bothering
3: me. (laughs)
0: Was also Uh, what?
2: Because it was too
4: nice.
3: Oh, really were you really sober at that point to to, to remember these retarded moments? I wrote it down. I have notes, Rick. I'm a
0: professional. And then Art. there's a point where one of them says he was practically an ice cube, and I was
3: like, what the fuck do you mean practically? He was a fucking glacier. You <laughs> ripped him out of the earth. <laughs> and you know the who the fuck cube. knew it was a glacier? Stony. Stoney, yeah. Stoney was a clever character who knew what the fuck was going on throughout the whole script. <laughs>
0: yeah, and he knew what a Mysterian bowl was.
1: Right? <laughs> That's a Mysterian I'm bowl. I'm
0: telling
2: you, he's a
1: savant. All right, so, so let me let me do this in as we're starting to wrap up now. Let's let's just go over the stats really quick. The rotten tomato meter on this film is at 15% for critics, 56% for the audience. I would like each individual including Carly to weigh in with what percentage g- freshness you would assign this movie. Go. I would not uh, it's it lands somewhere in between there.
0: That's the whole point of this podcast is to decide whether this film is truly rotten, or if it is fermented like a good wine. I do think this film is rotten. I don't think it's fermented, and I would put it somewhere in the forty-five percent range.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: What about I you? I would car? completely agree with you. Say, shit. Car. Go. Go. Yet. Go ahead.
4: Oh, uh, I can talk now. Is
2: that
3: okay? <laughs> no This is the I, part of the podcast where we allow you to <laughs> We allow okay. This is the no, part of the
2: podcast where Carly no, talks. I,
3: I think
4: for <laughs> the time period, I think it was I I say sixty percent.
0: That's fresh. Carly says fresh. Okay I think
4: I think for the time period, I think it it was on par with a lot of what the other stories were trying to tell.
0: Carly says fermented.
4: Fermented, like a fine wine, a little crystallization of the early 90s.
3: Oh, wow, crystallization. I uh, I watched it on Voodoo, which asks me to rank it as soon as I'm done watching it. And I did give it three stars, meaning it was high. I know. That's sorry, 60%, Rick. Oof. No, it is above 50%. 3 out of 5 is 50, 50, 50, 60%. I'm about to I'm about to say I'm still I think it's rotten, but I think it's more like a 56% rotten. Okay, you're almost there, but you're saying 56%. Oh, it's still right. it's still I would <laughs> uh, never recommend this movie to anyone. Right. Right. I right. would say Are you kidding me? Even oh, though yeah, even okay. though I think this I would 100% recommend movie. this movie to watch. <laughs> I will yeah. never tell no. anyone to watch this purposely. I will yeah. say okay. so around 50, 52, 51, 52%. So it's above, above two and a half stars, but below three. But they only allowed me to put three, so I put three. So right. I, I, I'm i upset with myself for that. I understand I'll be judged for that. <laughs> but but it, it's definitely more of a. Because. <laughs> Because Empire Records was maybe a year or two later And that was a much better film aimed at the teenage it crowd it had less of a story Are you fucking kidding me? Less okay. of a fucking story? Yeah. Fuck you! Empire Records is one of the greatest fucking 90s films to well, come out
2: I you, guess I have to watch no, Empire Records i
3: haven't seen aimed this? Aimed at yet? this oh, motherfucker. Wow. Well, Maybe,
2: maybe that'll be our next 80s. one, who knows? You are All right.
3: full of shit. To Bobby not less than a fucking Empire
2: listen, Records. listen, we're not gonna, talking about us, tell we're tell not us us talking we about Empire Records. We're talking about Encino Man and it's my turn. Kill a bitch. Okay, sorry.
3: <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> it's me.
2: So I would uh, I would definitely rank uh-huh. it rotten. I would say somewhere between thirty-five and forty-five percent. it it is an entertaining movie. Is it a good movie? No, absolutely no. not. It is entertaining, and I would definitely recommend it to specific people with specific interests.
0: I but recommend it, is... it for Polly Shore, <laughs> Polly Shore alone. Wait, and the guy who plays the bully, Matt. I think Matt was funny.
2: Shush, Polly Shore. You want to watch your first movie? Sure, watch Encino Man. That's how I recommend it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Do you want to crawl through shit again?
2: right it's 2020 go back to the beginnings of your career why not
0: all right well that's uh that's four votes to one rotten so um for our first episode of fermented fruit we're saying rotten uh rotten <laughs> man rotten we we uh encino man we all agree except for carly is a rotten movie <laughs> uh we do not agree on whether we recommend it or not if you like bad Never. movies watch oh. encino man
4: i think it's fun
0: i think yeah. it's fun as well um
4: but Why thank you, you for joining something us
0: that won't get you off if you listen
4: unless you're a chick please and you like brendan frazier and a lean, he's got a butt.
0: he's got a great butt if you uh if you're listening please please share this podcast share the facebook page we're on twitter at and cultured make sure you give us a listen review us um give us some star ratings share on facebook and twitter and wherever else your social media is uh it's been an absolute blast to uh to record this podcast this has been a lot of fun (laughs) um and if you do know Encino Man or watch Encino Man, free on voodoo, let us know how you feel. Let us know if uh, if you think it should be rotten or if you think it is a fermented piece of cinema. Educate
4: as... these boys.
0: So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us uh, for our first episode of FN Culture Presents Fermented Fruit. <laughs> I am Bobby.
4: Wife.
1: The Wreck! I'm Griff. And this has been the Jow. <laughs> huh. uh, the Jow. Chow.
2: The Jow. The
1: Jow. Streaming on the podcast.
2: Weezen so on the Jow. Have
1: a good
0: time.
2: Perfect. <laughs> Get some gerightage. Jow.